0: Bears nation, Bears nation, Bears nation.
1: Whether it's the quarterback, wide receiver, running back, bad play call, bad decision by me, whatever it was, it's all of us. You know, and not just on offense, it's in all three phases. And that's where if we can just minimize those, because that happens with every team, right? When you win, it deodorizes it, but when you lose, it magnifies it. So if if we can just minimize those mistakes, um, I think we could do a lot, we could be a lot better. You know it
0: wait what did you say what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things i have ever heard at no point in your rambling incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought everyone in this room is
1: now dumber for having listened to it
0: it's time for the bears nation podcast Yeah, baby. with your hosts kevin lapka
1: and jake hassan but that's on us we didn't we didn't um you know we 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 made this it's bears nation baby
0: bears nation podcast welcome back wednesday december 8th a little later than we said we were going to be on but it's fine we're out here and we are ready to get mad as the bears are just an absolute dumpster fire and there's almost next to nothing to get excited about with this game that's coming up on sunday night uh, because for some reason nbc wants to put flaming hot garbage uh on primetime and Carrie Underwood will be incorrect when she says we've been waiting all day for Sunday night, because I most certainly will not be. I will be dreading Sunday night because it's going to be awful and terrible. And the only allure is going to be Justin Fields. But is there any allure really, Kevin, when it's Justin Fields with cracked ribs and he's probably not, and he's not going to be playing at 100%. So you're oh, probably not even going to see him at his best anyway. No, stop and then you it. go out there and it's the biggest <clears throat> spread of the week. And as is it Packer, actually? Yes, the Packers are favored by 13 and a half.
1: I guess that's not surprising. And be Aaron Rodgers
0: is going to come out there in Lambo, ready to own you again. And it's going to be nah, nah, awful. Nah, nah. And it's going to be nah, the nah, worst. Nah, nah, and nah, it's going to nah. suck. And it's just going to be another, another notch on what has been a disappointing, wildly disappointing season as you lost to the Cardinals 33 to 22 in a game that you had multiple opportunities to win Mm -hmm. and then you piss it away just like you did against the Ravens just like you did against the Steelers just like you did multiple times against the Packers the first time really games that you've all had the opportunity to win and you didn't and now here you are and it sucks and you just we're already on to 2022 I, I am at least just give me 2022 with Justin Fields and a new coach and hopefully a new GM and let's get this party started. Let's wipe our hands of the last three years
1: and get going because I'm over it. Look, I, I, I've i been challenged now because every time I come on this show, I have to deal with the pessimism of Jake Hassan, and it's my goal. It's not even pessimism, it's realism. The, I, it, okay, fine, realism. Throughout the hour length of this show, I, I, I have to try to make Jake feel somewhat better about the upcoming game, and I'm going to do that right now. this week. Jake, I this if you want to look at it the positive way, you have six games left this year. F- five, five. I counted in quickly. Five, five. Yes, I don't know. Six? This, this season has lasted about a million years. Six, five, five. You have five games if you're four and eight. But nonetheless, out of the five games remaining, is this not the most interesting game of the remaining five? Like it comes at an, an inopportune time because you just. Lost the game that you possibly could have won against the Cardinals. You kind of, you know, you should have. Wow, if you want to say should have won, I'm all that's optimism right there, and I'm all aboard on that. But I mean, how like, I time,
0: mean, spot the lie in that statement. I mean, it,
1: they, well, because a lot of
0: how many of their points came off turnovers,
1: yeah, that that's true. No, you're right, you're right. But the prop, but the pro, yes, Chicago for real says we're in because of Justin Fields alone, but this is the game that. Out of the remaining five, okay, you play the Vikings twice. The Vikings just lost to the Lions. You've beaten them. You were six and one uh, with Mitch Trubisky against them. That's not really a game you look forward to. You play the Seahawks, who are four and eight. You play the Giants, who are four and eight. All of those other games don't—they uh, don't matter. This is the game where you know the Packers all year, all offseason said what, Jake? They said last dance. Aaron Rodgers, Devonta Adams, we're going to run it back one last time and go for the Super Bowl run. So you know, it's, it's about a ninety-nine percent chance, Jake. This is the last time the Bears will ever see. Aaron Rodgers in a Packers uniform. And that alone deserves a celebration, does it not? That sure. alone is something to celebrate. But I'll believe, I'll believe it when I see it. But what I said was the first time they played, I alluded to the fact that there was a passing of the torch, right? And I guess I was stupid for doing that. I thought they could have won that game. And I, you know, a lot of things I say are stupid. But this is the ultimate passing of the torch because regardless of whether they win or lose, this is the last time that Rodgers is going to play in the NFC North. Unless he decides to go to the Vikings like Brett Favre, again, I, I'm not going to pin my hopes. Come on, that. I'll come believe on. it when I see it. Okay, but nonetheless, it, based off of everything we know, we can reasonably assume that this is the passing of the torch game. And Jake, like Justin Fields, again, he shows up in these moments. He did it on Monday night, right a- against Pittsburgh. I mean, th- th- that's the only prime and time the game, game he's, he's still lost, in. and a game where he had the best game of his of of his career so far. You know, he showed out. He he got you the play that you needed at the end of the game, score the touch on the defense, let you down. Maybe that doesn't happen on Sunday night. It probably does. But I think he rises to the occasion in these moments. And you are going to say, well, what about the ribs? The ribs, the cracked ribs. He's in pain. Let's not rush him back, all this. He said in his press conference today, that his injury, this cracked ribs injury that has now put him out for like what has been about, about like 25 days. It's been a long time when you consider, you know, missing Thanksgiving and that whole time period. It's been a long I mean, time when you really kind of think about it. Um, he said his injury playing at Ohio State against Clemson was mm-hmm. way worse. And he continued to play in that game and ended up throwing like three touchdowns in the second half with the everybody injury and played And played the national championship. And game. played the national championship. And he said after the national championship game, could not do anything for four to five weeks. This guy can handle pain, he can tolerate pain. If I had to guess, Jake, if the Bears were in a position where Sunday was a must-win game and you had a chance to make the playoffs, he would have played. I, I would almost guarantee that. But given the circumstances, given how much the coaching staff likes Matt, uh, um, Andy Dalton, they didn't feel the rushing back. He's healthy, he's medically cleared, and that's what you're watching for, Jake. I mean, th- like. It's exciting because of that. Is it not? That's the storyline. And you can't can't not get somewhat excited for that storyline. I agree.
0: Like, I'm excited that Justin Fields is back. I think you're a better team with Justin Fields, obviously. Um, I'm not even worried, like, because I saw the same quote. I saw the same, you know, everything that you just mentioned about how he said he played through a worse injury in college and championship games, yada, yada, yada. What I'm worried about is more like the disruption because he had strung together good games. And now he just missed two games. But like you said, like 20 days or something like that and now i'm worried about that kind of hiccup and we're like now you kind of have to start over almost you know like you kind of got to get back to the practices and like you know what i mean like I, i'm not With putting justin a of, yeah like i'm not putting a ton of stock into that like but i do think you will see an effect of that at least to start where, like you kind of got to shake off the rust and get back into it cuz you missed so much time like it's going to take yeah. at least a little bit of time first game action to get back into that rhythm do i think he could still have a good game absolutely but i mean it's just it's just hard to care. Like it's it's. It's so, hard. It's hard. It's, it's so, very hard. I mean, I'll you talked you about this yes. the other day. Like, and ESP one thousand put out a poll. You know, they put out a poll. How do you feel about the Bears right now? Or how did you feel watching the game? Sad, angry, apathetic, and overwhelmingly, me and mm-hmm. you talked about this.
1: Seventy by a
0: landslide. It was apathetic, and I was I was part of that. It was hard to care. Right. It was like, like you watched that game. And the first, and Andy Dalton's first pick happens and Arizona scores. Then the second pick happens, they score. They're up 14-0 really early. And I was just sitting there and I was like, I feel nothing. I feel nothing about this because it's so hard to care because at this rate, I firmly, and I know people are hoping that, all right, I think we all expect the Bears to lose this game and Mm -hmm. we all expect it to be very ugly. But like, just like, I mean, we're in the same spot that we were last year with a Sunday night game against green Bay with the quarterback coming back. Cause that was Mitch's first game back from injury too. And you had the, the guy who you're hoping can come back and give you the spark. And obviously it's, it's a different situation, obviously, oh but similar situation and you're going to go and you're going to get embarrassed probably. And then we're going to be sitting here after, and we're going to be just calling. Remember Kevin, after that game, you and granted, it wasn't as bad. You were in a much better position last year after that loss, but you, me and Chris nano sat here and said, tank, let it all rip. Now is nothing. That was the epi- I remember and, that episode. And you sat there yeah. and you said, No, 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 playoffs. You got you have a chance to make the playoffs. You can what did we did do, Jake? What do we do? What did we do? what did it matter? You ended up with the same result. You made the playoffs, and now and now Matt Nagy can maybe hang his hat on that in his meetings with the McCaskies. Uh, People are gonna say, Oh, well, you get blown out. Nagy's fired, right? I don't I don't think he gets fired after. I still believe that as long as the McCaskies like as long as the McCaskeys owe you money, they're going to squeeze every last drop of work out of you until they don't owe you money Stupid, anymore. I, and sure. it is. It, it's not. It is not conducive to having a successful football program, and that's why coaches get fired in the middle of the year. But are the Bears a successful football program? No, they've shown that over, and that's what happens when you have an accountant as your president of football operations because they care about your the money. Guy. Money. Your so guy. after the season, I fully believe Matt Nagy has gone. It's and especially yes. yes. This ugly game, which we are expecting, is going to happen. And then, I mean, the Vikings are going to have a playoff spot to play for. They're going to get up for those games. I still think yeah. you win at least one of those because you make the Vikings your daddy regularly over the past couple of years. But, or, or no, you're the Vikings daddy. I said that wrong. But anyway, regardless, you get what I'm saying. No,
1: yeah, anyway. you make the Vikings. No. Oh, uh, yeah, you're yeah, their yeah daddy. The way around. Um, yeah. You
0: make them your son and you cradle them in your arms and then you, you know, put them to bed and swaddle them and walk away as they cry. But anyway. Point being that the Vikings will actually have something to play for. I think you win one of the, regardless, things are not going to go well. You're going to lose most of like, you maybe beat the Seahawks. You probably beat the Giants because those teams are just so down, so tremendously bad. It's insane. Like worse than you are because those teams also have so much worse talent. And we always talk about, yeah, the Bears on paper are better than most teams, but like this and the Bears just somehow have played better than the Giants, especially. I think the, I think the Seahawks, are tanking at this point too. Like they're like they just beat the 49ers. Yeah, but I mean, like they're four and seven, they're in the same spot yeah. you are. Like they're trying yeah. to get they have their own first round draft pick to play for. Right. So that's true. You know, unlike the Bears. So well, they're
1: also gonna trade Russell Wilson, so they're in a whole different right. Mindset. So
0: they're they're
1: they're going towards and that's the difference, anyway, Jake, That's the
0: difference. But my point being the more you lose, my, I like and that's my point that I start with. Accelerate me to Black Monday it when Matt matter. is gone, and Jake, hopefully. It what do you mean? this doesn't to get
1: the, Like, if, if they beat Green Bay, it doesn't matter. He's gone. He's gone. Regardless, like you know, I, I don't agree. know why. Uh, yeah. I so the, why do you have the outlook? Like at this point, like you, what you're doing, you're rooting for a loss. And I like partially, I can't blame you, and that's fine. I'm not rooting for a loss. You're, I don't care either way. Okay. okay. I, so I don't care either just, way. No, but see, I'm here's going the to problem. Watch. I'm Here, go, like, okay.
0: I'm going to watch the game, and I'm going to watch and hope that Justin plays well, and I'm going to hope that Larry exactly. Boran plays well, exactly. I hope that Darnell Mooney and Cole Komet play well, but I'm not going to care about the result. Like I'm going to sit there fully expecting a 37, 44 to 10 game or something, you know, like I'm going to expect the an absolute massacre, bloodbath, like rip the bears apart and leave their heads in center field. Like it's like, that's what I'm expecting. I just want to see the young guys who are going to be here next year play well. And then I'll move on with my night and probably turn it off in the third quarter. And that'll be that. Like it's, I don't care about the results anymore because you're in, you're not making the playoffs. You have nothing to play for. So show me the development of the young guys and then show me Matt Nagy live stream, Matt Nagy leaving the building for the final time. And in hopefully Ryan Pace too,
1: but in the hunt, you're not in the I'm hunt. Just, I'm just kidding. Stop it. <laughs> I'm just Stop kidding. it. I mean, so like the thing, the reason, okay. It, the reason why that poll about apathy, anger, sadness is skewed is because you were apathetic given the circumstances given who was playing quarterback. You lose, the apathy goes away once there's something at stake. And what's at stake is Justin Fields and how he plays. And like, because whether the season matters to you or not, as far as playoffs and whether you're in or not, like these games matter as far as his development. And these games matter as far as you have, like, this is a guy who the moment he came in here was like, you know, talking about his teammate, he's like, yeah, he plays for the wrong team. His teammate Josh Myers, who's center to the Packers, he's talking about two weeks or a few weeks ago was like, sooner rather than later, this rivalry is going to turn to our side. Like, you are not going to. I'm telling you right now, you may think it, you will not feel apathetic apathetic about this game at all. It's like any rivalry in sports, right? These are the games that you actually care about. People show up to these games, whether you're 0-11 or 11-0, and because the rivalry means something. And it means even more when you are starting to integrate your rookie quarterback into that rivalry. And if he can come out here, and I'm not saying win the game, but throw for 300 yards, maybe rush for 50, score two touchdowns, and really show like he is putting up a fight against this team, and it's a wake-up call for Packers fans and for the Packers organization that, look, Justin Fields is going to dominate you for the next 10 years That's what you're watching for. And that's why, Jake, I don't care if it's a result like we see in Pittsburgh where Justin Fields goes down the field, fine, two minutes. He scores with a minute 30 left. You're up three or you're up two. And everyone in the world, all 20 million viewers who are watching the game know exactly what's going to happen. You gave Aaron Rodgers too much time. He's going on the field to get a field. You're going to lose. I don't care because at the end of the day, Justin Fields, is what matters, how he handles this rivalry is what matters, his development is what matters, and that alone, that aspect alone, is going to give you reason to have emotion throughout the game. Plus, like, again, you can feel whatever you want about this team, but... You're not you're lying if you say you don't hate the Green Bay Packers. You're lying if you don't say you love the rivalry and you hate anything that has to do with Green Bay, right? Like you still buy into that regardless, do you not? I mean, and that's why, and that's why when the organization and George McCaskey and all those guys say, Well, we evaluate coaches based off of how they do against Green Bay. I mean, that's straight from George McCaskey's mouth. Apparently, that's not true because I don't think Matt Nagy's won one time against them. So if that was really accurate he would no, have fired they, him last year i think i think they won one game in yeah so i'm saying they won once i say they won one time oh, they won once, one, one and six. exactly, said exactly. no one time so that's why like a win this week isn't going to do anything but this rivalry means something i'm telling you right now you may not be waiting for sunday night like carrie wood carrie underwood might be wrong you may not be waiting for for sunday night but the moment you sit on the couch like you're going to be somewhat bought in given the circuit, given the rivalry, given the circumstances. And if Andy Dalton was a starter, my whole line of thinking would be different, but he's not. And there's something to watch for. There's something at stake for the Chicago bears on Sunday and it has nothing to do with their record.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess it's like apathetic towards the result. Sure. But like, I mean, like, I mean, we're talking in circles here, basically. Like we're, yeah. we're watching for the players, for the guys. Like I said, the guys that, you know, are going to be there next. So
1: year. who else are you watching? Cause, cause you know, there's a lot okay, of so
0: Justin Fields obviously right. Darnold Mooney, Mooney, David Montgomery. Montgomery if he plays, he didn't practice. Yeah, yeah, he didn't practice today. They all... listed him with three different injuries. Yeah, what the hell, I don't know. My God. But if he plays, David Montgomery, Larry Borum, Larry Borum. and
1: it, well, before you go done line, Tevin Jenkins. I am. Yeah, I mean, SK... that's what I was going to say next. Yeah. He, yeah. Okay. There you go. Um, well, 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 let's let's talk about that real quick. What can I finish my damn list? Well... Before you finish, this is well, let's talk about Tevin Jenkins before you finish the list because I don't want to miss this point. And I want to know your thoughts about because I don't think you were you weren't here on the last show because you were gone when we when right because that last show was the first time Tevin Jenkins was activated and we yes. didn't have the conversation yet about what your opinion is on him currently being a depth guy versus him getting reps. What is I'm, what are, I want to know your take on that?
0: I'm fine with that because that's the really James, that I mean, that's the James Daniels route. James Daniels was hurt his rookie year. He came in later in the year and was kind of a rotational guy mm-hmm. and just kind of got the reps and kind of got slowly integrated in. And I think he ended up starting like the last two or three games or something like that. So I, I'm fine with that. I mean, bring him along slowly. I mean, you. I mean, I get, cause you're in a different spot. I mean, like, I guess I, I wouldn't be opposed to either. Like I'm fine. I get the rationale, but, behind bringing him along slowly and kind of because also who are you going to replace him with i mean jason peters has been your best lineman he's not going to play guard or center right. and boreham has been playing great too so there's no right. reason to, to so i'm fine with him being a rotational guy i mean that's fine that's where he fits bets right now i mean you, you can't slot him in anywhere else legitimately
1: so then, the question like when you see them do the heavy sets, right? Would, I would you like, like to see, see them out there. Okay, exactly. Yeah. So, like, because they did that the first play of the game against Arizona, and I see them bring in a, a couple extra linemen. And I'm like, oh shit, here we go. It's Evan Jenkins and it's Alex Bars. And I'm like, yeah. All right, like, if you're going to, if you like, he needs to get reps at some point. agreed and if you lose this game against green bay and you're mathematically eliminated and you can really start to you know screw around with things and everybody in the building knows that then yeah you can do that but like this, I, to me this isn't a polarizing topic like there's people who are very angry about this on the there internet are.
0: people are way and too invested in the it's Tevin like you have to
1: really like again if charlos leno is there sure you can you can you know be upset about that but Uh, Jason Peters has been your best lineman, like you said. Like you can't, like there's really no legitimate argument. because four weeks in, we thought though we thought he was a weak link, and and that guy's honestly give him credit. That guy is unbelievable for his age, just to be doing what he's doing, and really walking into this team like a few weeks before the season. I I mean, mean, you have to consider giving him a contract if he wants it. Shit, dude, I don't know. I mean, you have to. Andrew Whitworth is like 42, and he plays for the. He's been one of the Rams' best players. I mean. I guess they're just defying the odds. I mean, shit. Tom Brady's what? 44, what three. 40 it different. is different when you're a quarterback versus anyway, an offensive line. Back lineman, to but...
0: the Tevin Jenkins thing, though. Like, I'm fine with him getting reps. Like, it's if you think, unless you think that Jason Peters is like he's out the door, you're not giving him another contract. Then I would advocate for more of a rotation between like between him and Boreham and Jenkins, but. I don't think for the amount of money you're paying him, I don't think you're going to take him off the field unless sure. he's hurt. Panhard, so, yeah. I'm as long you. as as long as Jake, so like he's my fifth guy, Jenkins. As long as I see him on the field at some point and getting some reps, I'll be happy. Okay. I get the rationale of bringing him along slowly um behind after that Cole Komet, obviously my guy. oh
1: your guy cole Komet. What i you, mean he, did he have a bad I'm game just, against yeah,
0: arizona yeah but i mean like that was a bad game it was game one overall. drop it
1: was yeah. one drop I, I won't i won't put too much in, weight in on in
0: those conditions to like that like yeah, i'll i'll, much I'll much live i'll live with that because he had been having the best stretch of his career before I that agree. so him oh J- he wasn't Chicago. Free. He wasn't but awful. He, but even if he, he was awful, okay, let's say he was awful. Like, if you want to say that, fine. Again, he was He's got just, a
1: target on his back, though. He's gonna get that the type of criticism. That people it's gonna happen.
0: People love to criticize it's him like for for pace's mistake. But a, also, again, he was having the best stretch of his career. He literally, for what four weeks, yeah, had showed you aggregate. what he could be. Like that in a shitty game in bear weather. Like, I'm fine with that. Like it's going to happen. Like he's not going to play exceptional. For Justin the whole, hates like, him. like guys, guys are going to have bad games. Like it's fine. And we know tight ends take longer to develop in this league. We know yeah. that we've seen it time and time again. He's Kyle
1: Rudolph. About. He's not going to be anything special. Just accept. He's it. not going to
0: be George. Kittle. He's, Cal he's Cal not going to be like, I think he could be a Kyle eh. Rudolph was pretty Rudolph. good at, at his prime. Yeah. I'll, I'll take that. If he's <laughs> Kyle Rudolph, I will take that. That's fine. Um, and remember the, the quarterbacks that Kyle Rudolph played with Christian Ponder and Joe Webster and you know, all the Sam Joe Webster. Bradford Joe Bradford was okay. And like when he was in for like it's one yeah, he tore his ACL, but regardless, like my point being like Comet is going to be a contributor on this team. Mm-hmm. This year. He's going to be there. Um, is that really it on offense? No, you're missing one Co- guy. and This or- is
1: recent. You're missing one guy. That's recent. Just got activated. He's a friend of the program was on the show. Newsom. <laughs> I mean, he's he's getting activated to the fifty-three man roster. Why would you not give him reps? I mean, Rodney boy. Adams. Look, I, I'm all for Rodney Adams getting reps. He Agreed. deserved to get a rep based off the preseason that he had. He got his opportunity. He dropped it. He dropped a wide open pass again. The conditions you can make what you want. That, out of that's that, a tough. But, for in your first right, start, that's I a feel tough bad for him because he's a good guy this. too. He's a good, and I really want him to get a chance because he showed out in preseason. And, and like, what, if you're a guy like that. What are you supposed to do, man? You give it right. your own, pre- you bust your ass, you you show out in the games, and you still don't get an opportunity. So I do feel bad for the guy, but this like this is Daz Newsom's chance. You know he is the sixth rounder that you drafted friend of the program let's see dad do some because because jake like let's be selfish here it gives us a little bit of credit if dad doesn't get some catches like come <laughs> we'll on look good brother. for really, it look great for us because <laughs> then people are gonna start looking back we'll, we'll, we'll be able to pull out old quotes yeah dad said this and now he's showing out it's it's a gold mine of content for us and engagement um so for our sake selfishly go, yeah selfishly i think it, i think he'll
0: get another shot hopefully yeah um but anyway him and i would put cleo herbert in there too so what what are we at eight Guys See, on that's offense. a lot of freaking players. Th- that's not on offense why... only. Exactly. Then you go to defense. You got Jalen Johnson, Roquan
1: Smith, uh, Gibson. Gibson might be out. I think he was, uh, I think he was on the injury report, but, but week, I think but he's yeah. shown
0: enough. Okay. Oh, we were doing guys that you want to watch this week. Right. 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 Um, so then Roquan Smith, Jalen Johnson, are we am on Graham, a, again.
1: Like this are, is another guy. On was updated. Are no, I'm, on not, I'm not. I'm not Eddie Jackson. Eddie Jackson's been limiting the I'm, bigger plays these past few I'm, weeks. I'm and he damn good close. Because, no, stop it. Stop it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna eliminate Eddie right, Jackson. Right. I'll
0: say I'll, in, because of his
1: contract, he will probably be on the team next year too. What do you um, mean he will? Yes, of course he'll be. What are they gonna do? Cut him? You're not gonna cut him. It is not even, you don't even save cap for doing. that. I mean, like oh, you Nichols a shit, is a free ton of money. agent,
0: I believe, but I would like to see him back um Eddie Goldman did you already mention no I didn't but I think he's a free agent as well and I eh, we'll see but anyway so you got a you got a solid like 10 11 depending on who you care about more who you don't it's care about
1: guys man
0: it's a decent amount of guys but I mean like <clears throat> I I get it and I will watch and I'm gonna watch this game and it but like it's gonna be so hard like to Tonga. sit there and Kyrus con- Tonga that's a good one actually Timothy
1: he, wire in the chat what up babe that,
0: that was a good uh that was a good a good pick but it's going to be hard to sit there and, like, be the Leonardo DiCaprio meme from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and, just be, and like, sit there and be like, ah, there he is. Okay, yeah, there's yeah. My guy. Like, It's easy yes, to do yes, with Justin yeah. Fields, obviously, but, like, you can't be sitting there and be like, there's Des Newsome. Like, yeah. you know,
1: like <laughs> what?
0: I mean? shit. Like, Tonga's on the field. All right, like, I'm tuned <laughs> – Let's go. You know, unless
1: like, you got the over on Kyra's Tonga tackles or whatever. Right. It's probably .5 right. or something.
0: But <laughs> I just, mean, like – it's so that's going to be t- kind of hard. I mean, that and that takes a lot of emotional investment and right. that, you know, not everyone's like you and me, where we have a show where we talk about this stuff. Right. And like, so good it's point. T- like, like I, you try to look at it from the casual fans, like, but more like overall, like you, we understand that most people and ourselves included are going to be watching mm-hmm. for Justin Fields and that's fine. Unfortunately, who knows how much he'll be on the field, you know, depending on Packers game plan and or, who, how much you know, like, oh, if like the Packers run the ball down your throat, yeah. Like, they're gonna pull Patriots on you, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, that was wild. God.
1: But, anyway, well, here, what's the what's the you got to look at the weather then in that case? So if you get a snow, I, th- day I think, and it's Lambe, be, like, think it's supposed to
0: like decent, I think it it's supposed to be decent weather, like not too bad. Oh, 30 like,
1: anyway. oh, decent for Lambo, it is, it's not gonna be snowing, I don't think. So,
0: we'll take that. Um, no, so I mean, I'll be watching for Justin Fields. That's, I mean, hopefully, he plays well. I. Have every belief that he will play well, but it's like the fact that there. Whoa, are, whoa,
1: whoa, whoa! Wait, wait, this guy says you can't let this game turn into Rogers versus Fields. Why not? What? Why not? That's exactly that's what we want this that's game to turn want. into. <laughs> he, I mean, all well, he's saying it's thirty four and windy? Yeah, I don't like the weather condition. If the weather conditions turn into that, then sure. But honestly, why? Like to be to be honest, you know. Uh, maybe this, uh, maybe this guy is right because uh, as far as we know, the Bears have the advantage in the running game. I mean, they've been the sixth best rushing team in the NFL this year. Sure. If Dave Montgomery is out, that changes. But you I mean, know, and, and, still played well, and, like, and if that Montgomery if that would give out. them a reason to do designed runs with Justin Fields, but also, yes, I mean, I'm Justin, Justin it, Fields but...
0: has like Justin Fields has a rifle attached to his shoulder, like yeah, he, it's like. Too- he can throw it through no a little win bit of wind. I, pro- I promise you he's not Mac Jones. Who's a dink and dunk quarterback. Like <laughs> oh. Justin Fields can throw it through some wind. He'll be fine. Like he'll be okay. So yeah, I mean, uh, it's just, it's hard to, I, I get what you're saying. And I mean, by come Sunday, I'll probably be like, okay, I'm excited to see what Justin Fields can do. But if Justin if Justin Fields, if the first like you know, when they do that first cut from Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth to the field, yeah. If if they do that and it's the Bears huddle and Justin Fields is in the middle of the huddle oh, giving the pump up. up speech, then I'll be more invested. You're, you're all in, that. you're locked I, in. I wouldn't be all in, but I would be significantly more in. Okay. I would go from probably like a 15% to like okay, 87%. and I'll tell you why.
1: And here and I'll tell you why. And this is the difference between the Bears and honestly, a team like the Lions the Lions come out and bust their ass every week, and it's evident, right? Like, it's evident that this team actually is fighting. I feel like recently, like, you have individual players, and I think part of the reason why this doesn't feel like it's been the case recently is because Akeem Hicks is out, and he is one of your vocal, outgoing, outspoken, I'm-gonna-kick-the-shit-out-of-you type guys. But other than that, like, am I? you don't have a lot of guys, or maybe it's just, it's not about individual guys, it's just about as a collective. It just doesn't feel like they're out there... Fucking fighting man you know what i mean like it doesn't feel like regardless of the circumstances regardless of the record we're gonna go out there and we're gonna punch you in the mouth as i many mean dave montgomery basically said it after the I mean, cardinals game David montgomery basically said, said that, like, but show me right show me like he no, said, like no, don't my, see my those point, things on no, the no, field my point
0: being that like dave montgomery's like yeah i'm out here trying to fire these yes. guys up like, okay okay he, like, he's so clearly so a guy that's running hard and playing hard yes obviously, it's you know, evident right he's a running back he's gonna try and earn a con- i mean he's got next year is his fifth year right i don't know we always do this with dave montgomery we don't know next year is fourth year he's in his year yeah you know he's trying to earn that contract, but and maybe you're an extension who knows, but like he's out there saying, Oh, I'm trying to fire the guys up. I'm trying to get them up for the, for these games. Like,
1: <laughs> exactly. Well, that's what well, well, the, the reason why I said admitted that, that people are Right, are out. Exactly. They're checked out. And then uh, you want to go back to the common denominator. Who does that fall on every single week? Yes, that falls on the coach. The coach doesn't get you ready to play. Yes, we know this. We know this. But still, like, that makes the – and the reason why I bring it up because of what you said is because that sometimes gets you more invested in these games because you at least know your team's going to, you know, put up a fight, especially against the Green Bay Packers Aaron Rodgers because, Jake, if anything, they have the ultimate reason to fight because of what the hell this – to you last week or last time you played right i mean this dude just right and and it's not just the it's the it's everybody i mean he said it directly to the fans he said i own you everyone should be emotionally invested go out there and beat the crap out of the green bay packers right i mean that quote was a debt and like because again he's not wrong he is in no capacity wrong but it is a shitty thing to hear when you saw like the amount of people took that texted me after that, it was like Rogers owns you. I go into work every day. Hey, how does it feel to have Aaron Rodgers own you? All of this I you heard turned on any radio heard it station weeks. in
0: Chicago. Yeah, you yeah heard it. that's what I you heard. Like, right? Everyone was saying, "Yeah, he's so, right."
1: Can't be mad. And, he's right. And this is what this is what pisses me off. This is what pisses me off. All right, I'm gonna go on a rant here. So okay, the a a reporter, the reporter, goes on to the uh, the, the the press conference says, "Look." Have you guys been aware of the you know uh, the what Aaron Rodgers said last time? This is this is to Nagy. You know, are you guys aware that you guys been talking about that? And he goes, Yeah, we're aware of it. No, go up there and say that quote is on every single wall in Hallis Hall. It is on the the helmet. Of the opposing team that you're going up against in, in in the practice squad. It is plastered everywhere. It's on the TV screens. I don't know if the TV screens are still off because Mitch wanted them turned off a few <laughs> years ago. I don't know if they're still off. But don't if they're on, that. if they're on, plaster it on there. Put it all over. Put a banner on it the moment you enter Hallis Hall, because that should be. What is is firing you up for this game? Like Matt Nagy doesn't have to do anything. He doesn't even have to give a passionate speech. Justin Fields doesn't even have to, you know, hold a huddle. You should be electrified to go kick the crap out of this dude because of what he said to you last game. And there, but the problem is, like Matt Nagy is never going to go on the podium and say that. And that's why I'm angry. You know, like show me some emotion. Show me, like he shows on the sidelines that he acts like he cares, right? Because. He's and maybe he does. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. You know, argue that he is does or doesn't care. But you know, he gets in his little stance, right? He does this, and he's like, you know, he's he's looking around. He acts like he cares. He gets in his three point stance. But you know, and like you can make what you want out of press conferences and about those about those clippings. But you look at some of the other coaches in the league. And Bill Belichick isn't one of them because he just doesn't talk to the media. But other guys are like, (laughs) hell yeah, we're aware of that. Hell yeah, that's all over the walls. And we're not going to let him forget about him saying that. You know what I mean? So don't you want him to see them just like come out? And, And that's why, you know, first drive, like it has to start from the start, you know, first drive. If you win the toss, defer, get Rodgers out there, have Robert Quinn go sack his ass a few times. Blitz, all out blitz. Send him, send the send, dogs. Send the house. Send the house. Send the house. Let Jalen Johnson go one-on-one with Devontae Adams. I don't care, Gosh. send the house. I mean, what do you mean, oh God, that's a matchup that he can handle. Jalen Johnson's a good player. He can, Devontae Adams is the best receiver in the league, but he can handle him to a certain extent. Yeah, to a certain extent. I mean, I, I don't <laughs> well, know. Well, much... if, you, if you blitz, hopefully Rodgers gets a little bit of pressure. He doesn't give it the, the best ball to Devontae. I don't know. I'm thinking out loud here, but don't you want to see that like from the start, like have a little bit of fire. You you, you Show that you care? Show that that statement you bothered you. You are
0: one Shea McCollin incident away from some guy from the oh, practice squad being out there for the green I Bay saw, Packers. I, I saw that. Yeah. Like, I like that. this guy, I've, th- I'm pretty sure this guy was a Madden creative player. I don't even know his name off the top of my head because Jordan loves and COVID Kirk, backups. Kirk Benkert.
1: He, yeah, uh, sure. he, he, he play he's like a Twitch streamer. He does like video game. He, because, because <laughs> him, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and Terry McClellan would play Fortnite away from the Going up
0: against a Twitch streamer. Like, yeah. It's just, like, you know, and, and not to clown him, obviously, but like, you know, you're a Shane McClellan incident. And I mean, obviously you can't bank on that. Like you, you could go out there and hope
1: it happens. But, Shane McClellan. I mean, it's Corey not. Wooten? No, Corey Wooten uh, ended Brett Favre's career, right? In Minnesota. No, it, was, it was
0: Shane McClellan.
1: Well, I know, but I'm thinking of another time. Oh, that, it was remember Corey Wooten did it to Brett Favre, I think. Yeah. And and just ended his career. Uh that was funny. But yeah, geez, that would be funny. Um so, we have a few comments we got to address. Well, well there's
0: I, one. Okay. So, real quick, because there is one of the comments is a good segue into something. I mean, Cole Komet needs to step up. We just talked about this. Like, Bryce, re- once this is over, rewind about. I five think Bryce is, yeah, point. Bryce was second like, too late. Yeah. Like, we we <laughs> talked about this. Cole Komet literally just had the best stretch of his career. He's going to be on the team. He's going to be a contributor. Look, look, Rudolph, Bryce. And that's fine.
1: Bryce, Jake's a Cole Komet truther. All right. So, I uh, was right. Geez. He's a truther. I was I'm right. kidding. I don't like that word because people would use that word to me about Trubisky and it's just a rude thing. So oh, that, uh, that's you were, you were right. You were right. Anyway. <laughs> okay. So some, something from,
0: from Lenny Lovoski, he, he commented a Keem Hicks coming back and that actually leads nicely into our segment of, you know, who would you rather, who'd you rather keep? Because me and Kevin were talking about this earlier. And mm-hmm. I honestly, the, the one that I texted you, I think is really good. So, I mean, who are you keeping for next year? Or who, who would you rather have for next year?
1: Akeem Hicks or Allen Robinson? Mortar lock Allen Robinson. That's not even a really? to me. I, like Akeem really? Hicks. Really? Uh, oh, so, I'm completely on the oh other side of this. Oh, my God. What is wrong with this guy? I can't believe this is my co-host. This is unbelievable. No, so I'll tell you why. And this is something that a lot of Bears fans are going to have to kind of start to come to a realization with, or come to terms with, rather, this, uh, this offseason, is you're going to have to start to – break away those relationships that you had with the 2018 guys like this team Fair. is going to be serious so. roster turnover and both these guys are, t- are from 2018 yeah. um but hicks was a guy that like you love man like he brought he and he still does he still brings you know the electricity to this team but again and i've said this early on jake right like i don't think he's that same dominant force that draws attention that he used to be and he's always getting injured he's older I think he is kind of on the decline in his career and he can still be effective. I don't, I don't know how much you save by cutting him, but to me, if you want to talk about a longer view of this team and who could potentially be here for longer, like you're of course going to take Allen Robinson to pair him with Justin Fields for a longer period of time than you are going to, you know, have Akeem Hicks for maybe one more year to kind of just be a, what a placement guy for the defense. Cause he's not that same force. You know what I mean? I mean, what's your take though? Why, why do you, cause if that's, if it's that decisive for you, you got to have a legitimate reason, like a very strong reason.
0: (laughs) Because now that I think it, about it for more than
1: three seconds, uh, oh, yeah. like okay, I actually think I actually do. Just admit, I, just I, admit I, I persuaded you. Can you just admit it one time that Yeah, I, I, I mean, persuaded you? And,
0: and also like I made, I came to the realization because my argument was going to be that Akeem Hicks is like the heart and soul of this defense, but it's not true anymore. It's like Roquan, Roquan Smith, Roquan yeah, Smith has taken up that mantle um, and you can, I mean, there's always going to be a need for a top 20 receiver in the league. Uh, I mean, it just kind of depends on if you can mend those relationships with Allen Robinson, which hopefully a new GM and new coach can do. But, uh, yeah, I, would, I mean, uh, I guess I, I get I get where you're coming from. I guess it's just in my initial reaction was the drop-off from Allen Robinson to Darnell Mooney is, le- I believe, is going to be less steep. Year three of Darnell Mooney, I believe he'll take another step forward, obviously. I believe that step. Will be or that drop off will be less steep than Akeem Hicks to fill in the blank? Like you know what I mean?
1: Goldman. I mean
0: Nichols. He hasn't played I, like yeah. Neither of them have played well this year, though. You know, like that was gonna okay. that was gonna be my initial argument. I That's do. you there's validity
1: to that, but
0: yeah, your spin of okay, you want more more playmakers than not around Justin Fields. Also, like you know that is a great point. So let's put it this way then tonga he's a nose tackle. <laughs> I, I like i mean a- akeem hicks and again that's a seventh round pick like also again, like, like significant like i, I like kairos tonga i think tonga. he's a guy that you that'll be on the team next year hopefully
1: We're ta- we gotta get tonga on the podcast please <laughs> um
0: okay so then let's do it this way and I, I i like i have a feeling this one is also pretty decisive but would you rather have akeem hicks or cleo Mack? Oh, what the
1: hell you, I I'm I am i am get the hell out of here. Okay, well, how do I how okay. do I leave this show? Okay. Uh Rob, leave Robert Quinn or Khalil Mac. Robert what, Quinter, mac. mac. just stop stop asking. Come on. What do you mean, Robert Is there Quinter, is there Kaleel any is there talking any, about
0: is there any situation oh where you God. pick someone over Khalil mac Other than
1: Justin Fields? Nope. Really? Nope. Roquan Smith. Roquan other Roquan Smith. That's Jalen Johnson? Nope. Really? Okay. Dude, What are you talking about? Because they'll you, the most... You'd
0: rather you'd rather have no. Cor- you have one corner right now. You'd okay. Have zero?
1: Oh, you're playing hypotheticals though. If they're if they're if you're if you choosing one of them to be gone in the off season, which is obviously not going to happen, but they would fill the void. Like they, they would fill the void, and like, what are they just going to leave Kendall Vildor out there okay. to dry? Okay,
0: that's what I mean. So like the drop off from Jalen Johnson to yeah, but Jake, they're going to Vildor is Look. is is way less. Is way cheaper gonna... than the drop off from Khalil Mack to Robert
1: Quinn. Yeah, but no, you can't think about it that way. You can't what? think about <laughs> it that way because they, it's they a watch. hypothetical game. Yeah. I can th- <laughs> it's my <laughs> show. Okay. I can think about it however I want. <laughs> no. No. Like, I don't like like people's opinion on Khalil Mack has been skewed because of well, because his injuries. He is still one of the most dominant players in the NFL. He draws attraction. I like. And now now this is not to discredit Robert, Robert Quinn, because quite frankly, Robert Quinn, I think, is 0.5 sacks away from beating Khalil Mack's sack numbers in 2018, which was his really? you know, best year. Yeah, because he – well, the reason why I see – and this is what's crazy, because I don't know – do you know any people who play in a fantasy football league with defensive players? I did once, and I hated it. So – just today, December 8th, this is now like four days after the game, Robert Quinn was credited with that sack against Kyler where Kyler – Stack like, corrections. Uh, yeah. So, like, imagine – imagine, like, you just need a Robert Quinn sack to win your fantasy football <laughs> yeah. matchup, and they, it was just too late. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, he's got 12 now. And he's still – and what we, we talked about this last time. It's Dick Buckus with 17 and a half. And no, it's, I think it's
0: not Buckus. It's someone else, isn't it?
1: No, it's Buckus. It's got to be Buckus with 17 and a half. I don't think it it's is. It's It's Buckus. I think it's Buckus with 17 and a half, and he has two. Um, uh, He's he's, he's got that twice, I think. Or not Buckus, Dent. Sorry. sorry. Yeah, I was going to say. I was like, I'm pretty sure it wasn't. I was like, like, I'm almost positive. It's not not possible for Buckus to be getting that many sacks. Sorry. Dent. Uh, And I think Dent has 17 and a half, and he's got 17 and a half, or he's got 17 and a half twice. Uh, So there's still a legitimate chance he could break that if he has a a couple of good games. Yeah, Timothy Thanks, Richard Dent. Sorry. Yep, 17 and a half. um he, Bryce in the chat says Vilder has given up 551 554 one yards, uh 554,
0: 50 540, 541,
1: 541. You doofus. 541. I'm losing it. Uh this is what this team has done to me. Five touchdowns, 138.1 passive rating, but Ryan Pace late round steal Ice emoji. <laughs> ice emoji. Look, Ryan Pace overall has been a phenomenal late round drafter. Kindle Vilder is one major miss that he had, but Let's not start to draw narratives that Ryan Pace is not a good late round drafter. I, anyway, I wouldn't, I
0: wouldn't call fourth and fifth round late round. I call that mid What are you round. talking about? We'll call that
1: no, four or five, six, seven is, 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 is like, you can consider a late round, like whatever, whatever you want to call <laughs> it, whatever you want to call it. I don't care. I don't care. Whatever you want to call it. We're not going to get into that conversation. Cause that is, that's a different, Semantics, that whatever.
0: Moving yeah.
1: On. Um, I guess we gotta we gotta talk about this game and predictions, um, whether you want to do it or not. Um and a half. Let's here b- but before we before before we do that. Let's do bold predictions. Uh, let's just let's just think of some bold predictions. Because I don't even do we even Fields, have to do a score prediction. Like Justin I don't even, even want to do that. Fields finishes the game. I mean, we're nothing. Justin but not Fields. That's your that's our only bold prediction. Justin Fields finishes, finishes the, game. the game. Yeah. Um. um here, you know what this is. This, yeah. Sam Mustafar needs to step up, says Bryce. Yeah. Are we gonna Wait. do that? No. Here we Stop. go.
0: We're not doing this with <laughs> Mustafar again. We're not. not. I. We. He can't. Would you say it was Bryce again? All right, Bryce. Rewind about six weeks. We did this whole song and dance with Sam
1: Mustafar again. I'm Bryce. Might be a new get... subscriber. I, he doesn't even. He doesn't even okay, know okay, who okay, we are. For the, okay. For, that's. He's true. like, I who the hell are these the, schmucks, have, and they're I not have, here shitting on me in the chat.
0: Bryce, I'm going to give you the cliff notes of how we did this. Like, I mean, what, two months ago or so? I'm not going to sit here and blame an undrafted center for the complications that the Bears are facing. Like, if we're going to sit here in week 13 or whatever the hell it is, 14, and say Sam Mustapha is the problem, it's like – Bryce, I love you. We're here. happy you're here. But if you believe that Sam Mustafa is the problem, buddy, I got a bridge to sell you because I don't think he thinks Mustafa is the problem. I but think but like he's to just... say that Sam Mustafa needs to step up, like that's like so far down the list of concerns. That is true. That's like, true. I, like,
1: like we're he, splitting he, hairs he's, now. He's like...
0: serviceable. Uh, that, like that's fine. He's with serviceable. Me. He's serviceable. Yeah, he's he an undrafted guy that you brought off the practice squad last year. Yeah. He's been for what he's worth. He,
1: he's like been the really, value.
0: He's been, he's been serviceable mm-hmm. like on average, like per game, you know, per capita. He's about average. I would say at times he's really, really solid at other times. He's pretty bad penalties. And you know, he hasn't been great, but for what he is, Fine. I'm fine with it. I'm not going to sit here and say, you know what? Over the last five weeks, I really need to see some improvement from Sam Moustapher. There's a good chance. He's not even on the team next year. Like, like uh, there is so far down the list. We didn't even mention him. Is like, the, he, we mentioned two offensive linemen as guys to watch in the game this week. Like I, like I'm fine. Yes. You're Bryce. Absolutely. Right. Jason Peters is more valuable than Sam Moustapher. I Absolutely agree. I wouldn't be surprised if Jason Peters was on the team next year and Sam Moustapher wasn't, that would not shock me. Like, I'm not here to pick apart an undrafted guy who literally just got his first start last year.
1: Let Uh, me explain though, why you're right. Me or Bryce? You for once, once. (laughs) Um, you know, I can't believe I'm doing this. He's right. Um, I can't believe it. uh, You have to evaluate rosters, in any sport based off of value. And if you start to evaluate based off of value versus just pure talent and you, you know, you take away the other factors and the other things we know, you start to feel a heck of a lot better about your roster, and and quite frankly, like GMS do this too. Like, you don't have to pay a whole lot of money, and you you evaluate this. You're thinking, holy crap, the production you're getting from a sure. guy like Mustafa for the money you're spending for him—that's like, value. He has like
0: far and away
1: out far and away exactly. And you you have to evaluate things based on value, and, and this goes both ways. Like, you have to evaluate. Eddie Jackson based on value. He's not, he's not performing at the value that you're paying him for. Neither is, I mean, quite frankly, neither has Khalil Mack as of recent, as of, of recent, yeah. you know, neither has, you know, a lot of guys you you can go down the list, right? But you have to evaluate that both ways. An undrafted right. center who is undrafted for a reason and has, was <laughs> slotted in literally because the whole offensive line is having injured last I mean, he made his year. first
0: start of what? Like, yeah. Like you have to, late you in have the season, like yes.
1: pretty like week 12 or something. Like For 11, value, like- he has been, Good, he's yeah, been phenomenal away. from a value. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, this guy says I'd rather have Tonga playing center. I think I think, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I, to I think I think that was a joke. I think I love. You know what? I love Tonga. You know what? And we used to talk about value. The fact Tonga is getting pick. legitimate snaps. Like I, I thought to- like when we did our post in that game, our, our post draft analysis show. I was like, yeah, Tonga, like cool, like we'll see him he's in there. three he's years. Body, yeah, him. yeah. Like how three many years seven from now, Like
0: round picks have you seen cut <laughs> by the Bears over the last? You know, however many years. Like it's yeah, exactly. Outperforms. Uh, and we're literally looking for that's how down bad we are, like searching for these little silver linings. But like, yeah, I mean this uh, is what what we, we, about do. we have to, Daniels. Jake. Okay. What, what uh, choice uh, do Bryce, we have? I, Bryce I promise next week we'll go through the whole offensive line with you and we'll and we'll break it down because we are running out of time here. James Daniels, same thing. I'm fine with he, Like you haven't paid him yet. You're you're probably not gonna have he's gonna be pretty cheap. Like anyway. The the Bears' offensive line is fine. Like that's again, that's so far down the list of concerns for me right now. Like you have a you have a bunch of young guys that have potential. I'm fine with that. Let's 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 move on to corner and linebacker and your other safety opposite Eddie Jackson. Let's let's focus on some other things where you have like actual NFL caliber guys that you need to slot in. All right, let's talk about we have to do predictions. We do it every week. It's it's a cop out. It looks lame if we don't do it. You know, okay, give me the bears. Let's go.
1: Stop. Sorry, are you actually gonna do yeah. that? I'm just kidding. Okay, just kidding. so Sunday night, obviously in Lambeau. detail. T- how, how I want to like because we both can pick the bears to lose. I just want like, to hear you, like, what do you think is gonna happen like throughout the course of the game? Like, what are we gonna see? What kind of game is it gonna be? You know what I mean? Because we like so it's, just too, to, it's just too boring if we both were like bears in, to lose, in order
0: like, to throw you a bone. I'm going to say that you, there is a way that this game is competitive. Like if Justin Fields comes out and he's right back in the saddle, he's playing like he did against Pittsburgh and that gives the defense a spark, you know? Okay. Yeah. You can make it a competitive game. You know, maybe Rogers toe and the cold, it starts acting. I don't, I don't know, whatever, but more likely than not, I just see this being a game like that's that's like the Arizona game. It's frustrating and it's close in the first half. And then you just make mistakes that kill you. How many times have we seen over the past over forever that Rogers just that one backbreaking player, he just capitalizes yeah. on that one or two mistakes that make you just fall back in your chair and grow, you know, like. It's we, – Timothy Weir, Weir, or whatever, makes a really good point. We just skipped over bold predictions.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, well, we're running out of time. I th- are we? I don't either. I, don't, know. I think we got a couple more minutes. We bold right. predictions. All right. Sorry. Well, we, so, so typically, Timothy, we have a show that comes after us at 10 because we're on the Chicago for Real Network and there's other people that do the show. See, Jake, the people, are, they want the bold predictions. They, uh, they want the bold they, predictions. They, they need it. All right. It. All right, all right it. You go first. Um, I go first. Okay. I think I honestly – I, I think Daz Newsom catches three passes. Like, I, I think if he gets an opportunity, and again, given he has to get the opportunity. P- people but, are going to say
0: that's a lame, bold prediction. No, but I, I actually think that is bold. I mean, because look at how much we've seen Jakeem Grant and we've
1: seen uh, Demir Bird and Marquis. Like, exactly. And Justin Fields spreads the ball, I think, a little bit more than Andy Dalton does. Like, he was, he you know, he threw to Jesse James. Uh, and, well, the thing, well, Jake, and, and now you want to talk about, uh, you know, you know, preseason reps vision for Darnell Mooney sometimes. Yeah, that's fine. But which is that, fine. Yeah. I mean, that's... I'm not target your best receiver at the moment without, Alan, that's fine. But this is, they had a connection in camp because he was working with Daz Newsome more yeah. than he was working with Allen Robinson. True. Right. So, you know, it's, it's, it's again, like if he comes onto the field, it's like, okay, I'm more, I'm, I'm more comfortable to throw to Daz Newsome. So maybe he's going to do that. That's it's again, that's kind of a, a, uh, kind of a fraudulent bull prediction. Just no, because I, like it. I think well, plays. it's just because i like, it's it's tentative because you don't know if he if if he plays. Sure. it's about whether he plays. Sure, or not. hinging on um, if he plays. But that's that. What do you got? That was my why. I got one. I more. I, I'm,
0: I think I think Jakeem Grant gets a return touchdown.
1: Whoa, he's, he's
0: looked he's looked pretty solid. Like he's looked. He, you could see he's getting a little more comfortable. So I think Jakeem Grant returns one. I'm not going mean, to say like the opening kick, a but, punter <laughs> kick. Um. Let's say, let's say, because actually I'm not sure if the Packers are going to punt at all. So oh, let's it. let's say let's say stop kick just it. for because uh, I think there'll be more kicks than punts. But anyway, I'll go. Jakeem Grant returns one for a touchdown. Um,
1: all um right. I let's, think the Bears get an interception. That's what I was going to say. Uh, I'm not going to. It's I don't sad know that that's who, a bold prediction. I, yeah. Well, against 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 Rogers, against yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Um. One thing I was gonna say too before my predictions, if if the Packers would just like retire somebody's jersey at halftime or put somebody in the ring of honor, we would win. Right? You remember what happened against on Thanksgiving? Was it Thanksgiving that they did that with Rogers or with, with Favre? Uh, uh and they put him in the ring. It was, it was what, it was because it was part It was it was ah I think it was like
0: I, I it might both I, of them actually. Yeah,
1: I think it was both of it them. Was both. But I just remember one of them, they were both there. I think, I think it was, it was both. yeah, it was Thanksgiving, and they just it was supposed to be their day. And the Bears, it was it was just like this, Jake. The Bears are supposed to get blown out. It's yeah. the Packers retiring Farbs number. This is this is where Rodgers goes crazy. Let's get uh let's get somebody back to Lambeau on Sunday night to retire the number and the Bears will win. That's all I gotta say. Okay. But your your official uh, prediction.
0: All right, official game prediction. This line opened at 13 and a half. It's down to 12 and a half with the Justin Fields announcement. So some money coming in on the Bears. I mean, I still think this is gonna be a bloodbath. I think this is gonna be real ugly. I think that – I'm going to say Bears lose this game. I'm trying to do like multiplication of seven in my head real quick. uh, I would say – 130, 40, 40, 41, 41 to 13 Bears lose this game. I think it's going to be ugly, man. I think – because we made the point of like, you know, you should plaster that Rodgers quote everywhere. He's going to want to stick it to you again. You know, he's oh gonna, no! He's,
1: that's not a thing. That's not a thing. Because it's, it's he's at Aaron his home Rogers. stadium. He's he a very one,
0: weird dude. Like yeah, he is a weird guy. I think okay. that, that
1: guy is freaking weird. Man. He's a weird like, guy. I think we need to really have an episode talking about how weird Aaron Rodgers is. Like that guy is just a—he's a character. Um, it, that's why I put my—I put my foot on the screen because that's what he, he did. That at the press conference, he like—he sh- like put yeah, his toe was, on the camera. Odd. I was like, "Why? Was very I want to <laughs> see that." It was very i don't even see that. Um. I think the Bears lose this game. Obviously like I'm in no position to pick them to win, but I do think they keep it, it, I think they keep it close. Like they have pretty much all year like you have a chance to maybe win. It's just something doesn't go your way. I don't think it's going to be a just interception. I think it's you're just just going to stall out on third down a few times and Rodgers is going to take over in the fourth. I think you're down about 4 points going into the fourth quarter and you end up losing by 11. So I'll go like 31-20. You're it's like 24-20. You got a chance to go down um and, you know, it's typical Rodgers breaks you back. But I'm not going to I'm not going to I'm not going to eliminate the possibility that, like I said from the start, like I'm not in, in no world am I going to say this is like pick this to happen and lock it in. And I, I just yeah, like like Shane says, imagine Justin wins the game on prime time. Like, I think there's a legitimate chance. It's one of those scenarios where everything and all the money is on the Packers. All the momentum is on the Packers. The Bears have that one variable come in. Maybe they're willing to fight for Justin Moore. They're willing to fight for Andy. And because it's on prime time, because it's that passing of the torch game, it just, it does, like, it, the stars do kind of align in that sense. Like, they do. Like, you can't deny that they do kind they, of align. They could. To they, that they could. All right. that they could. And Bryce is right. You have to consider the things we've considered all year. Now you could still hold them back. Yeah. But there still is that sort of optimism that on prime time, passing of the torch, it's Justin Fields' moment. He's really, really good in these types of moments. Maybe this is where he makes the statement that, look, I'm here to arrive. Packers fans get used to me. This is my division for the next 10 years. I'm not going to say I'm still picking the Bears to lose. I'm saying there is a slim chance that that could happen. And I mean, Bears awesome. could lose and Justin oh. could still play well. Right. But it would be like, again, like when you talk about the stars aligning, like it would really be kind of that, you know, I, I, it would just be. It would be special. It would be special, and we would be freaking jacked up coming on here on Monday.
0: Yeah. So, but unfortunately, I don't think that will happen. I'm to answer Bryce's question real quick. Yeah, we'll talk about coaching candidates when I actually see it with my own eyes that Nagy's not allowed in the building anymore. Unfortunately, because <laughs> yeah, we'll who knows with this team. But yeah, I mean, we'll address it at some hey, point. Hey, chat
1: was popping today. Shout out. Chat Bryce, was popping Shane today. Up, Ch- I mean, uh, people people have frustrations. I am they like. They they like
0: to air their grievances as we are. That's what we're here for. But this has been Bears Nation Podcast. We will be back Mm -hmm. on Monday following the Sunday night game to break it all down and talk about it. And hopefully the stars do align and we get a miracle, but probably not. So until then, this has been Bears Nation Podcast. Shout out to the chat. We love you, Bryce. Welcome. And we will see you all next week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And until then, Bear down. still.
1: Bear down.